to Life Chats with Liv B. This is episode four, but it is actually a part two to episode three, which was a part one. Whoa, that was confusing. Basically, I wanted to do an episode all about veganism, like my the reason that I went vegan, my vegan story, and then answer a lot of your most commonly asked questions about veganism. This ended up being really long, so I split it into two parts. So my vegan story and like my philosophy on food and all of that is in episode three. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen. But this episode is kind of like Q&A style where I answer all of your most commonly asked vegan questions. I also wanted to thank everyone for the amazing reviews that you are leaving on iTunes. It means so much to me and they're all so sweet. So thank you so much and thank you for everyone for your feedback and everything. Um, You guys are the best. You really are. So um, yeah. Okay. Let's just jump right into it. Open up my phone here real quick and try not to get distracted on Instagram, which I just did because my favorite vegan restaurant just posted a picture of their Valentine's Day menu and it looks extra delicious. Okay, I'm not going to get distracted. Okay, so I'm going to answer some questions that you guys have asked. Is it important for you to have a vegan boyfriend? That's a good question. Um, Personally, I think that... Well, I've only ever, okay, so my ex-boyfriend, he wasn't vegan for a couple of the years that I was vegan, and then he went vegan when we moved in together, and I did notice, like, it was just really nice to share that with someone, but he wasn't super into it for the same reasons I was, so, um, yeah, it, honestly, it made it easier, like, when we just ate the same meals and stuff, but overall, he was just kind of, like, neutral on the whole thing. He didn't really care either way. So, um, it's not like we like super related on it, but my current boyfriend, he actually went vegan kind of like on his own and, uh, he is super into it, like super passionate about it and also really into the ethical side of it and all of that. And, um, he actually like lost a lot of weight when he went vegan and noticed a lot of really big health improvements. So it's just really nice to be able to relate to him on this level since it is like my job and basically my whole life. So, um, for me personally, like, yeah, it is a big thing to have a boyfriend who's vegan, but if you're vegan and your significant other is not, obviously it doesn't have to be a deal breaker for you. Like it's going to be different for everyone. And if it's just something that you do, but it's not like a giant part of your life and you don't really care if your significant other is vegan, then that's just, it's totally up to you. It's different for every person. Someone said, eating fake meats to feel like you're eating the real stuff. Absolutely okay or strange. Okay, this is, in my opinion, absolutely okay. Like, people don't go vegan because they hate the taste of meat. A lot of people really enjoy the taste of meat, but they don't enjoy that it was once a living animal. So if you enjoyed the taste of it, then yes, definitely eat the fake meats. Like there is nothing wrong with that because they taste so similar, yet they're just made of plants. So in my opinion, absolutely okay. And I encourage it. I freaking love fake meats. I go to the vegan butcher here, which is called real fake meats. And I love it. It's like my favorite thing ever. Someone said, did you like the smell of meat or sometimes feel a craving for real meat? Yes, definitely. If I'm like in a place like a restaurant and there's like a plate of buffalo wings that goes by, all you're smelling is the buffalo sauce. And I love making buffalo vegan wings, like cauliflower wings and stuff like that. And they smell the same. So honestly, I do sometimes 
like the smell of it and I feel like I have a craving for it. But as soon as I eat like a vegan version, then the craving goes away. So I know it's not necessarily like the actual animal flesh, like the actual meat meat part of it. It's just that the meatiness and the flavor of it, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, someone said, do you take B12 supplements? Yes, I do. Someone says, would you try keto veganism? Absolutely not. I would never try keto veganism. I actually watched a video with a doctor called Dr. Clapper. Um, it's like K-L-A-P-E-R. And he was talking about um, like vegan diets and stuff. And he mentioned that a lot of the keto diets that people go on, they're really good for you kind of like short term but they're not good for you for the amount of time that people do them like weeks and weeks or like months and months on end. And, um, he was saying that like, if you want to go into ketosis or like do the keto thing for a few days, it's actually healthy for you. Like it's totally fine, but just not doing it for a long amount of time. But I just don't like, I know that people lose weight on like low carb or keto diets, but I just think like your body is not meant to be in ketosis. Like, yes, it can be for a short amount of time and be totally fine and healthy. But for any extended amount of time, I just, I don't think, I don't think I ever would. Um, and I'm not like ragging on anyone who does keto diets or anything like that. Different things work for different people. And just because I found what works for me, doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. But I personally would never try keto veganism. Also, because so many vegan foods are by default carbs, like it, it just, you basically wouldn't be able to eat anything good. So, <laughs> okay. Someone said, how long have you been vegan for? I've been vegan for about four years. Someone said, would you care to comment on other influencers that have become ex-vegans? All I have to say is everyone is just doing their best and trying their best in life. Uh, all the people that are commenting really mean things to people who are ex-vegans or whatever, like I get the frustration, but also it's not really your place to comment on someone else's life like that. Like, yes, they're putting their life on the internet, but I don't know. I just, I don't even bother with it anymore. I just think it's like any type of drama and I just don't want to <laughs> deal with that. Obviously, like I have opinions on it, but my opinion doesn't really matter because like it's, their life and it, it my opinion is not going to affect them in any way so um yeah that's all I have to say on that someone said is veganism good for weight loss thank you and I love your post oh thank you I love you so veganism good for weight loss it definitely can be I personally would not say that veganism is like a surefire way to lose weight I did not lose weight going vegan and I have stated a very like consistent weight the whole time that I've been vegan. I think definitely veganism can be amazing for weight loss because you're cutting out a lot of the foods like cheese and stuff like that, that can contribute to weight gain, like things that are really high calorie. But yeah, I mean, it's just like anything, like you can do it in a way that you can lose weight or you can do it in a way that you can't lose weight. And a lot of people who are unhealthy before being vegan suddenly eat a lot more healthy being vegan. So they lose weight, but um, yeah, so it definitely can be good, but you want to approach it in the right way and don't just like eat only salads because you want to be quote unquote vegan and also lose weight, if that makes sense. Someone said, do you recommend to become vegan gradually or overnight or does it depend? 
I think it just depends. Like I went vegan so gradually, like I explained in my vegan story, but um, lots of people go vegan completely overnight and that works for them. I think I'm definitely the type of person to ease into things. I don't like just making a huge life decision overnight kind of thing. Um, As someone said, (laughs) have you had bloating at any point since you became vegan and what did you do? Honey, (laughs) I don't remember the last time I wasn't bloated. Okay, no. Um, Like I explained in my vegan story, I have had digestive issues for so long. um, And yes, I have had, like I've been bloated since going vegan. I also have been bloated before I was vegan. Like there's a lot of bloating going on, but I think a lot of people do experience bloating when they go vegan because they're suddenly eating a lot more fiber and things that are a little bit harder to digest. So um, my best tips are just to figure out what foods make you the most bloated and then just kind of like limit those or ease into eating more of those. Yeah, I mean, the bloating thing, like it's so different for each person, like certain foods will make me bloated, but not you bloated. So, um, I can't really say what to do. My only advice is to really take a good look at what you're eating. Maybe keep a food diary and figure out what foods are causing you bloating and then go from there. But I didn't get more bloated since going vegan. I definitely experience less bloating, especially giving up dairy, but I know it's a struggle for a lot of people and also a lot of people struggle with bloating who aren't vegan. So it's just a whole other beast on its own. Like I said, I honestly could do (laughs) a whole episode on my digestive problems because it's ongoing. It's been happening for a long time, but, um, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Someone said, do you use supplements? And if so, which brands? So I do use supplements. Um, I, I think some of the brands are like my kind. Another one that I use is called like Blood Builder, I think. And then I use NutriVeg for omega-3s. Someone said, tips for people to stay vegan with all these ex-vegans blaming the diet for their health problems. Okay, this is just the last thing I'm going to say on this. You need to think critically for yourself. Like you can't watch a YouTube video and suddenly decide that what you're doing is not good for you because someone said what they were doing is not good for them. Like you, I understand that, you know, being vegan is, it's kind of like a hot topic and it's something that is scary to a lot of people because there is risk of deficiency or whatever they've heard on the internet. But if it's working for you, then keep doing it and move on from whatever video you're watching. If it's not working for you, talk to a doctor, talk to a nutritionist, but it's just so specialized. Like what I've been trying to get at in this whole episode and this whole topic is like, it's just so specialized to you. Diet is just not a one size fits all. And it's just something that you always have to be watching out for and just constantly adapting with like if certain foods make you feel better than others then that's something that only you can know so yeah um that is my best tip if you feel great being vegan then it doesn't really matter who's not vegan I guess is what I'm trying to say someone says what are some easy sources for protein dot 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 that actually taste good vegan meats actually taste good like gardein chicken fingers. Oh my goodness. They taste amazing. I love seitan. I love making my own seitan and putting like barbecue sauce on it. And, um, crispy fried tofu with like sweet chili sauce is so good. And yeah, all of those things are really great for protein. Oh, also the beyond meat burger. I had it yesterday. 
it has like 20 grams of protein in one patty of that. And it's made of like peas and rice (laughs) and it tastes so good. So yeah, I always go for the vegan meat substitutes because they taste absolutely amazing. Someone said, do you ever just slightly cheat your vegan ways? Like eat a chocolate bar with milk in it, etc." I feel like this whole idea of like cheating as a vegan <laughs> is real. It's crazy. Like people have this all or nothing thing when it become when it comes to veganism. So like, let's say you are vegan, you're like 99.9% vegan, and then you eat a bite of something that has egg in it or like a bite of something that has dairy in it. People would be like, oh, you're not vegan. It's like, okay, first of all, calm down. Second of all, it doesn't have to be this huge, scary thing that you label. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be this like 100% or 0% thing. I have definitely eaten things recently that ended up not being vegan. Like I ate a spring roll at a restaurant that one waitress one time told me was vegan and then another time they said that it had egg. And in those times, I just try not to worry about it. Like like I said, I don't consider myself not vegan because I ate that. People do this with eating in general. Like if you try to eat healthy all the time and then you have like a cheat day and eat things that aren't healthy. I just hate that so much. Like I hate the idea of cheating with food and feeling like there's some sort of guilt attached to it. So I was talking to my friend the other day and she was saying um, her friend like brought her this chocolate bar that she was like, oh yeah, it's totally vegan. And then she ate it and she was like, found out that it wasn't. She was like, I honestly didn't care. Like I wasn't mad at my friend. We're all just trying our best. Like it's just, it just happens. And it doesn't mean that you're not vegan. So someone said, how do I tell guys I'm dating that I'm vegan without it being a turnoff? Okay, this is a really good one because all I have to say is F those guys who would take a look at your beautiful freaking face and say, ooh, I'm turned off by you because of what you eat or what you don't eat, I guess. Like that is just crazy. Honestly, I wouldn't worry about telling guys that you're vegan. Like if I met someone on the first date, I would be like, I'm vegan. It's just what I do. I absolutely love it. I would never have any shame in telling someone that I'm vegan because I don't think that it should be a turnoff. And I think if anyone's ever turned off by you because you're vegan, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Not trying to be mean at all, but um, yeah, I hope you never experience a time when you tell someone you're vegan and they're turned off by you because that would just be sad and they are not worth your time. Someone said, what is your opinion on buying secondhand leather products? This is actually interesting because it was the same friend that I talked to about the chocolate bar. We were talking about this because two years ago, she made a new year's resolution to um, stop buying anything that wasn't secondhand. And it's been really amazing for her. Like she loves it. She doesn't buy anything new pretty much. Like there might be a couple things here and there, obviously like you're not going to buy underwear secondhand. She started buying some things like shoes um, that had leather in them secondhand And she was like, look at these boots. I got them. They were like hiking boots. She was like, I got them for $12. They're such good quality, um, but they have leather on them. But she was like, I don't really, I'm not bothered by that because I'm not funding the industry that 
pays for the slaughter of the animals. And she was just like, I'm reusing something that someone else didn't want that alternatively would just go into a landfill. So that didn't bother her at all. So, I mean, some people would feel weird if they're vegan about having leather, but if you don't feel weird about it and you want to buy it secondhand, like definitely go for it. It's totally your call. Personally, I don't know. I haven't done that yet. So I don't know. I don't think it would bother me. Like it, it doesn't make me feel gross to touch something that has leather in it. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy something leather, but it's hard to find things that are like good and in your size and something that you like. So, okay. Yeah. That is my opinion on that one. How to manage the non-vegan and very mocking family. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when I say that I, I know how you feel, I know how you feel. Like it's not that my family mocked me and was cruel about it, but I have had my fair share of comments from family and also random strangers on the internet since I put my life on the internet. I don't always think that people are being mean, but sometimes they just don't know or they just don't know why you personally are passionate about it. So the way I manage it is I just brush it off my shoulders and I turn around and I walk away. Like if somebody makes a comment to me, I just kind of like laugh it off and don't let it get to me because again, they just don't know why you're passionate about it. And a lot of the times they might be open to hearing a discussion about it, but sometimes they just want to get their comment out and you just have to ignore it. If it's something that you're really passionate about, then don't let that get you down because it's just like anything. If anyone makes fun of you for anything that you are really into or like really excited about, like who cares, you know, just, just move on and <laughs> don't let it ruin your day. It's not worth it. Someone said, what is your go-to tofu brand? Um, whichever brand is on sale is my go-to tofu brand. <laughs> Someone said how vegans get protein. Oh man, there are so many plant foods with protein. If you look up plant-based protein, you will see how vegans get their protein. We get it from a large variety of places. Love that, love that. Someone said, what's your go-to food to order at a restaurant? Oh, okay. So usually, okay, so at the two vegan restaurants here, usually at one of them, I go for the vegan doner because it's the best thing ever. The restaurant's called Wild Leek and they make their own seitan and they make donairs with it and it is glorious. I, I love a lot of their stuff. I kind of shake it up. Sometimes it's burgers. I really love veggie burgers. Um, but if we're talking about restaurants that like aren't vegan, usually it'll be like a pasta or some kind of like stir fry. But most restaurants that I go to have vegan options at least. So like if we go to a Thai restaurant, then I just get vegan Thai food. Someone said, have you ever felt isolated or bullied for being vegan? And how did you deal with it? So this is the kind of, kind of the same question as before. I've never felt bullied. I definitely felt slightly isolated when I first went vegan because I kind of felt like no one else in my family was doing it. None of my friends were doing it. I was kind of just alone, but I quickly found lots of vegan friends. Well, not friends, lots of vegans on the internet that I kind of like identified with and felt like I could get to know through the internet. So, um, yeah, huge vegan community online. If you want to check that out, someone said, is there anything you honestly miss from a non-vegan diet? Okay. So there is this one type of chips the brand is Miss Vicky's and the, the type of chips is sweet chili and sour cream. 
And these were just my favorite freaking chips ever. Like they were so good. And they are the one thing that are not vegan and there isn't really like a vegan substitute for it that I do miss. That being said, it's not a huge deal. And there are tons of vegan chips out there that I enjoy. So um, yeah, that's honestly the only thing I miss. Everything else I have found really good vegan substitutes for. So I do not miss anything else really. Going along with that, someone said, do you miss the taste of real real cheese? I do not remember what real cheese tastes like, and I actually really like vegan cheese, so I don't miss it. Someone said, how do you buy vegan foods and save money? Everything's expensive. Okay, so this is actually funny because I just so happened to write a cookbook called Live Bees Vegan on a Budget, and it is all about how to save money while being vegan. Because, guys, I'm not like a little millionaire over here with like endless money to spend on food. If you have seen my grocery shopping video on YouTube, you'll know I buy the no-name stuff. I buy the on-sale stuff. I always get whatever's on sale versus not on sale. Like I try and buy the best deal all the time. And my best tips, these are actually from my book. I will share these with you. Here are Live Bees <laughs> top tips for eating vegan on a budget. I feel like I'm literally on an interview like radio talk show because this is the kind of stuff they ask me. But okay, tip number one is to cook at home. Oh my goodness, guys, if you try and eat out at restaurants a lot, just like if you're not vegan, you are going to be spending so much money. And I find in general, at least here, vegan restaurants are pretty expensive. And we don't really have fast food places here. Like, you know, normally you can go to McDonald's and get, I don't know, like a $3 burger. I don't know how much burgers are, but anyways, you can get cheap food. But when it's vegan restaurants, most of them, you know, are very small and they don't have a lot of staff. And so things cost more. So if you are going out to eat a lot, you're going to spend so much money. So cooking at home is absolutely key. You just got to do it. If you want to save money, you got to cook at home. My second tip is to make recipes that use similar ingredients. So this is like my top thing that I have always done. And so so instead of saying, okay, I want to make like these four recipes this week and having to get totally different ingredients for each one, which adds up so quickly because buying a huge variety of different things that just means you're you're basically buying more, like you're just spending more money. If you, for example, buy a big container of spinach because it was on sale that week, then you can use that in so many things. You can use it in a smoothie and a pasta and a curry and in my green goddess sauce. Like there's just so many things you can do with it. Um, also, if like potatoes are on sale, then you can make a cheese sauce with that. You can make roasted potatoes for breakfast. You can make mashed potatoes for a dinner. Making recipes that use similar ingredients has always saved me money and it's just not having to go out all the time and buy some extra ingredients for things but using what you have for a variety of meals is a great way to save money another great way is frozen fruits and vegetables i am such a huge huge fan of frozen fruits and vegetables frozen fruits for like smoothies or oatmeal frozen vegetables for things like stir fry and pasta like I cannot tell you how many times I have been saved on a day when my fridge is basically empty, but I pull out my freezer drawer and I whip up a stir fry. They're just a lifesaver. And then my last tip is shopping in the bulk section. I'm not kidding, guys. With the whole zero waste thing getting more and more popular every single month, I promise the amount of selection that is in bulk 
like the bulk section or bulk stores now is actually astounding and you can get everything you need in the bulk section. You can get rice, you can get pasta, you can get small amounts of spices instead of having to buy a $7 jar of paprika. Like if you only need a small amount of paprika, then buy like 10 cents worth at your local bulk store. It saves so much money. And you can also sometimes get nut butter there. So if you only want a small amount of nut butter, you can spend like a dollar on it instead of $10 for a jar. Definitely check out your local bulk store. I promise they will have more stuff than you can even imagine. So I think I am going to wrap it up there because that seems like a good note to end on. Thank you so much for listening today. If you guys have any requests for future episodes, please let me know. That is everything for today. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you are having an amazing day and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.